0: Well, PPC continues to impress among the self-help turnaround stories during COVID uh, that started uh, just before COVID, in fact, up 9.8% today to end the day at uh, 324 cents after it announced uh, that it slashed its 5.8 billion rand debt pile to 2.6 billion rand following a debt restructuring deal with lenders and disposals. The group has been grappling with its operations in the DRC in Zimbabwe and Rwanda and its agreement with lenders to restructure 2.5 billion... of its debt for the PPC Barnet business in the DRC was the biggest contributor to the decrease. CEO Roland van Veenen joins us now. Roland, well done. What does this agreement mean for PPC Barnet?
1: Thanks, Michael. Now, this agreement is essential uh, for us to separate the South African balance sheets from the balance sheet of the international operations. And what it essentially means is that uh, as we implement this, Our position will become a minority position and through the uh, structure of the equity we do not expect any economic benefits uh, going forward but much more importantly you know there is no more liability um coming out of this business either anymore so we put a line underneath the economic consequences of the business in the drc
0: and if you look generally at the market conditions how has COVID impacted the supply and demand dynamics of the cement market across your various geographies
1: well, it's been a bit of a roller coaster year, as you can imagine, um, particularly in, um, in South Africa and in Zimbabwe, where we saw a very strong decline in the first quarter of our financial year, uh, when we were all in hard lockdown, which was then compensated in the other quarters by a very strong growth. It was a huge roller coaster. Overall, um, our volumes are up in all our uh, jurisdictions. Um, and what we see in the first couple of months of this financial year is what we had expected, a normalisation of the retail demand, Um, And a slow but gradual pickup of the infrastructure projects in South Africa. So overall, I think that the supply demand that we will see this year is very similar to what we've seen over 2019 and 2020, Mm. uh, but with much more stability, um, hopefully, than this roller coaster that we had last year
0: absolutely and of course you know second half better than first half but if if one assumes that this was due in part to pent-up demand from the lockdown period that would have smoothed across the entire year so are you expecting demand into the next financial to continue to increase at the rates that you saw in the second half
1: no as i said we we expect a normalization of that uh, of that demand and we see that also in the last couple of months our fourth quarter was still very strong uh, with south africa botswana demand volumes up 16% uh, but you will see that the first quarter of this financial year you will, you will still see a very strong growth because we're comparing it to this funny situation in the first quarter of, uh, of last financial year but if you look overall the volumes are back to where they were in 2019 and the growth will now have to come from the government-driven infrastructure project.
0: Are you seeing signs of that actually coming through to the market? Because chatting to, of course, the Enso around the SIPs conference, there was a lot of fanfare made about the strategic infrastructure projects being shortlisted and going through a a more streamlined process. We do see Operation Vulanglila seemingly having success with Schedule 2 and increasing the caps there. Is this starting to uh, translate into uh, projects from where you're sitting?
1: It is starting to translate into it, um, slowly. What we're looking at with, uh, with very positive eyes is the uh, build-up of the order books in the construction companies, because we know that that will trickle down as we move along the financial year. So, yeah, overall, we are mildly optimistic, more optimistic than six months ago.
0: Now, it all sounds like it's ticking along very nicely and nothing untoward on the horizon. So, uh, when will the dividends start uh, flowing again?
1: Well, let's first finish what we have started uh, that means that we need to implement this agreement in the drc we need to implement the binding sales agreements of our non-core assets ppc line that's one aggregates once we have done that uh, we need to have a discussion with our south african lenders to agree on a capital structure that suits everybody uh, hopefully without any need for a rights issue and then we'll see going forward as the cash generation will continue when and what contents of dividend we can talk about?
0: And at this stage, it does look uh, like the rights issue is highly unlikely.
1: If you if you look at our debt at the moment, uh, it was a gross debt of uh, 1.9 billion. At the end of March, you deduct from that half a billion that will come out of the sale of the non-core assets, and you stand at about 1.4. Uh, a little bit of more delevering in the first six months. So, yeah, you know, then I think you've got a healthy balance sheet without the need for a rights issue. But this is not something that uh, I can solely decide upon that also depends on the positions of, uh, of our lenders.
0: Absolutely, but the market uh, is certainly behind uh, that view that uh, a rights issue is looking increasingly unlikely for PBC. Fantastic news uh, for shareholders. CEO Roland van Weenen.